Fringe Radio, your trusted source for the paranormal, conspiracy theory, and true crime. Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios in Stark Fringe Radio. I try to Welcome to another episode of Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and of course here with my co-host, Jay Galosi. Jay, what is going on tonight? What's going on, everyone? How are we doing? Happy holidays, Jay. We're in the midst of almost the Christmas season here. We're in the midst of the Christmas season, but almost close to that Christmas day. Jay's got the got the nice tree up there in the background. Very nice, Jay. Sure um, and uh Stuck yeah, that we... bitch in the back of Mustang. <laughs> Yeah, so listen, we're doing the last couple episodes before the end of the year. Uh, we got this episode that we're going to be doing tonight, which is uh, Secret Societies. It's actually fascinating, Jay, that out of the 138 episodes we've done in the past, we've never really done one. Never even solely, touched on this one. Solely on Secret Societies. No, and us being this conspiracy theory podcast, you would think we have hit that a lot earlier, but... Nonetheless, we're going to uh, kind of peel back the onion, as they say, on a couple different uh, societies that uh, we've uh, taken time to do some research on uh, individually. So Jay tonight is going to be talking about the Freemasons. I will uh, uh, specifically speak about the Skull and Bones uh, Society. So that's going to be uh, the two items that we're going to be talking about tonight. But first, before we get into everything else, uh, Jay, where can they listen to the podcast and uh, listen to this wonderful show that we got going on here? You can listen to our podcast, everyone, wherever you find your podcast. You can find us at uh, Stitcher. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us at iHeartRadio. Or you can really get it at its most purest. You can get it directly from the source. You can get it literally from the Will's mouth at <laughs> darkfringeradio.com. Get it all there. You can get our merch. You can get our videos. You can follow up with us. You can see the uh, outings that we've done because we've done mm-hmm. two of them to the same place where we lost one of our children. <laughs> anyway, yes. check that out. You can hear me being harassed by the police. Great yes. stuff. Yeah. Directly really there at darkfringeradio.com. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's per- perfect, Jay. Thanks so much. Couldn't say it better myself. So make sure you go to those, uh, uh, please, also social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, formerly, formerly Twitter, now X. And, of course, you can watch the podcast directly, like Jay said, at Dark Fringe Radio. But if you so do choose to go onto YouTube, Please like and subscribe us there as well. Give us a great rating. Leave us a comment. We love that stuff. I always answer back. So we're very responsive there. So uh, please go ahead and do that as well. So tonight, Jay, uh, before you know, we get into the meat and bones, uh, not, not the skull and bones, but the meat and uh, taters. Bones, the meat and taters. As meat they taters. Uh, of, the, of the podcast. Uh, let's get into some dark fringe news. You ready for some dark fringe news, brother? I'm always ready for dark fringe news, dude. Let's do this. For 15 years, I've been trying to teach you how to write a lead. Do I have to do everything myself? Get the story, write the story? We'll do it live! Fuck it! I was looking at the James Brown wig. Fucking thing sucks! That's your kind of thing, Maria. You love doing it yourself. Sometimes, yeah. I, I can. Thank Confucius, I do not think this story had much validity. 
<laughs> All right, Jay. So uh, tonight, I know it's always it's classic by this time. So it's uh, it's a part of our fabric now, Jay. <laughs> it is. So uh, tonight, got a couple of stories wanted to talk about, Jay. Uh, both international. So uh, we're on the international tip tonight, and um, first thing I wanted to talk about was mysterious metal sphere lands in Mexico. So, Dios uh, mio. Exactly. So, Jay, uh, do you remember that uh, that time? I think it was like two or three years ago, where all of a sudden they, you started seeing these monoliths, these like silver monoliths popped I up do. everywhere. Remember I that? Do. I did. Yeah. So this is kind of like the same kind of thing. So. I'm going to read you the story that's happening right out of Mexico. A strange mystery is currently unfolding in Mexico after a well-known meteorologist claimed that an odd metal sphere had fallen from the sky and was subsequently taken away by authorities. Uh, the very weird case reportedly began on Sunday night when a uh, prominent weather personality, Isidro Cano Luna, took to social media with a photo of a puzzling orb sitting atop some vegetation. Uh, the meteorologist informed the followers that the curious object, which can be seen below, uh, which we'll have a picture here showing up here shortly, uh, had plummeted from the sky and landed atop of a tree in the city of Veracruz, Jay. So the weatherman went on to say that he witnessed the sphere uh, you know, descending and it just made a sound. Uh, didn't really display any kind of fiery characteristics. Um, <clears throat> but observing that the orb it, it looks like almost plasticky and metally in the same way uh, like an alloy or some sort but plasticky um, and metally technical yeah, terms friends yeah terms. that's what he said i mean that's i know very technical but again uh, he's a meteorologist not a uh you know <laughs> a forensic i guess a uh, person who would know you know anything about those kind of orbs but he also said there was an antenna coming out of it so uh that i found that kind of uh interesting and sure, then he sure, also sure. Uh, he also said that that there was some weird writing all over it. It looked like writing, um, but he wasn't sure because he couldn't make out what it actually meant. So no. very weird stuff. And then all of a sudden no. he said, you know, they he called the government and you know, let them know what happened. Next thing you know, literally like within hours, they came and swooped in, took the orb or the whatever, the sphere, and uh, pretty much took it. And nobody wants to hear anything man. about it. Yeah. Yeah, the what Mexican monoliths like <laughs> college kids. Yeah, that was um that ended up being a um a like prank. A yes, yeah, yeah, it was like a, it was a really, company that was doing really that weird prank. Yeah, uh, I don't. This I might. I don't know, man. I, know. I don't know. I know. I, know. I don't know. Really? All right. So it's a it's a metally plasticky orb mm -hmm. that fell somewhere in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, right. okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking China. And it's funny you say that. They say that it may have been part of a Chinese rocket, Jay. Oh. So there you go. Nice fucking, you know, nice fucking I'm on tag. fire. I, I made a really great good. joke today about my dog should get their own pill caddy since they take so many damn pills. And I was just being a wise ass, but no lie. Uh, within minutes, my wife showed me that you. Actually, you could actually get one of those, huh? <laughs> Boom. Yeah, two for two that's crazy. You're two for two yeah. tonight, Jay. So, yeah. So, they also said that it could have been part of a Chinese rocket. Um, but then they're also skeptical of that because they said if it came from that high up in the atmosphere, they would have burns or some type of burn. You know what I mean? Coming in. Because as anything would come in that fast, they would burn, right? There's nothing of that sort. So, not sure. even landed. That's what it said. So, I don't know. I mean... I <laughs> Again, I think we're dealing with some kind of hoaxers here. 
That's possible. That's possible. I'm possible. saying Sasquatch now. I'm just going to go completely weird. I'm going to go with Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch, Sasquatch was was getting ready for the uh, decathlon uh, up there in upstate Washington. He got a little overzealous. He got a hold of some of that Barry Bond stuff. Yeah. You know, hulked oh, yeah. out a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. all thing that happened. Double in size. <laughs> like nothing. Head gets like 10 times the bigger, you know, all of a sudden. Right. Starts cracking home runs like nothing, right? It's possible. I mean, it's possible. Right. Have you seen Brock Lesnar's daughter? I know. She, oh my god, she she does uh the hammer She's, throw, uh, shot put. She got the. Uh, I think she broke the record for the shot put. They, she sure did, all the way to Mexico. <laughs> That's what it was. It was her. It was Brock Lesnar's daughter. That's the orb, guys. We broke the fucking news right here, Dark Fringe Radio, right here. That's where it came from. It fucking came from Brock Lesnar's daughter. Kate, she looks like Brock Lesnar in drag. Scary. I'm sorry. It's so scary. scary. It's so I'm sorry scary, to say that. Dude. No, she, she will like. break you in fucking oh, two homes. She does look like she could do that. No problem. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. Her dad's Brock Lesnar. No, her dad's that. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> her dad's Brock Lesnar. Okay, listen, my daughter put a kid in an arm bar when she was six. I'm sure Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar's daughter could snap the two of us in half simultaneously. Oh, it's so amazing. She's so jacked. It's like unbelievable. But anyways, yeah, that's uh, that's the story of the orb, Jay, in Mexico. Yeah. So we don't know. Uh, they thanks, don't Brock. really understand. Yeah, thanks, Brock. <laughs> uh, so yeah, maybe that's what it was, Jay. We we, we cracked the case on that. So uh, next uh, item for tonight, Jay, is a high school abandons. Well, let me let me back up. Okay, Jay, let's go back to uh, Atlantic High School, circa nineteen ninety-five. Right? I mean, it's not like I have the varsity jacket staring <clears throat> in my face right now. Oh, I know. I'm sure you do. Um, what cold. would be one of the reasons why you wouldn't go to maybe biology class or science class? Why wouldn't I go to biology yeah. or science? Right, personally. Yeah, personally. More often than not. More often than not. Because I gotten kicked out of the class. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking good. That's fucking good. Also well, true. Jay, it's also true. <laughs> it's also true. <laughs> well, uh, the same cannot be said for these kids in Zimbabwe, Jay, where there is a high school that abandoned its basically science lab because they say it's haunted. Yeah. Check this out. Science lab in high school in Zimbabwe has gone unused for two years because the students believe that it's haunted. The strangest reportedly began back in 2016 when a science teacher at the school purportedly passed away after inhaling uh, toxic gas due to a mishap in the lab. Since then, the man's, uh, you know, all, since that untimely demise of that man, both the students and the, the faculty there really uh, refused to go into that area. Um, they say that everybody that goes in the area starts having weird health issues. Um, you know, things are just not right. They feel it right away. Uh, specifically, the students say that they feel uh, like an inexplicable itchiness upon entering the room. Like they start itching right away and mm-hmm. in, um, an unexplained shortness of breath. So mm-hmm. um, mustard, yes. It, mustard, yeah, that's what it seems like, right? Right, that's yeah. what it seems like. Um, yeah. And in an area, education official revealed that the uh, preconceived or perceived curse, they say, Jay, on the science lab has taken a hold in the student body. Everybody thinks that if you go into laboratory, um, that there's you know a good chance that something's basically going to affect you in some way or form. Um, she uh, said that she had never had such an experience in the room. Uh, the official argued that the fears of the students and teachers are still uh, are all basically in their minds. So she's calling this maybe kind of like a mass psychosis. 
Um, and so what they're trying to do is they're going to try to bring in a psychologist and really kind of talk to everybody and all the students and the faculty kind of straighten this out mentally first. You know what I mean? Um, and then they say, if it doesn't work that way, they're going to bring in a shaman and do some exorcist stuff. Have, can I, have we, have we tried airing it out? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's that yeah. close to two years. Right. It's supposed to guess. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, no, I can only they, imagine what, I mean, milk smells pretty bad after a couple of days. Oh, I can mass, sure. imagine what mustard gas after sitting there for two years. I mean, it's like it's the worst, worst far on, on planet, man. It's horrible. But um, no, I'm they saying. said that they completely cleaned it once that incident happened. And so. Sure they did. I mean. Sure yeah. they did. I mean, it's weird, Jack. They I mean, don't get paid by the hour, William. No, they don't. But do you yeah. think that somebody dying a certain way in an area maybe affects people that way too? Well. Maybe, right? Okay. We know my feelings on the uh what spirits can do on the afterlife. I no lie. Right before we started recording, sir. Mm-hmm. Right before. Mm-hmm. Like 9 15. Right. My son's sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. I'm preparing, doing my thing. Right. My wife walks out from the kitchen to the garage. Uh behind the scenes everybody i do my podcast in the garage it's, it's all good <laughs> i like the I background look, i make good. it look nice that's right anyway so she walks out and she doesn't close the door all the way okay it's just kind of sitting slightly ajar got you uh we heard a knock and the door shut hmm. i know who that is yeah i <laughs> He's talked on the podcast here before. I know. I, my dad, yes, my dad is an attention whore. We, mm-hmm. <laughs> man, one American bandstand. I think we have figured out that the man knows how to, right? To entertain, right? He was yeah. cool like James Dean. The man would never say two words. Mm-hmm. He was quiet and solemn. And But if there was music, the guy ruled every room he walked into. He was the most charming man on the plate. Yes, of course mm-hmm. he's fucking with me. That's what he does. Great, I love it. It's fucking great. Well, yeah, Jay. Uh, you know, students in Zimbabwe won't go to fucking science class because uh, they're gonna get uh, like some kind of possessed, you know, itchiness and fucking pass out and shortness of breath and all this. Oh, shit. just a schoolwork, homie. I mean, that's a great excuse not to go to science lab. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm such, sorry, such died in there. Sorry, you know, I'm not going in there. The power of Christ compels me. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I literally I can't. can't. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> Oh, Jay. Well, that's great. Listen, that's a wrap for Dark Fringe News for tonight, Jay. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, oh, wait, 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 something. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. What happened? What happened? Did you hear okay. that Voyager 1 has stopped communicating with Earth? No, I did not. Yeah, it just happened yesterday. Really? It finally, it finally has either um, reached so far that it can't gain enough power to send its signal, mm-hmm. or it has powered down and is no longer sending a signal. But it is official as of yesterday. Voyager hmm. One is no longer sending a signal to Earth, so hmm. kind of sad. Uh, salute to Voyager, but I want to make sure that I felt like that was appropriate for Dark Fringe News. Absolutely, that's a great thing. I didn't even know that. I wish I would have known that. I would have I've, uh, totally it entwined it. Yeah, totally entwined it with the uh, Dark Fringe News for tonight. But thanks for bringing that up, Jay. I had no idea. That's fucking crazy. I mean, that's something that we do pretty much our whole entire life. That you know, was yeah. out there collecting data. You know, constantly. Yeah. It's crazy. it's crazy to think that it's 
because it's been out there our entire lives. It's our. I never imagined that we would never. It would go so far that we would lose right. contact with it. That, I mean, that was always the thing. And but as we've gotten older, we knew that day was coming. So to actually be there, it's, mm-hmm. it's strange. It is strange. very different yeah. world we live in now. Oh. Sure is, Jay. Unfortunately, yeah. But uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's a great wrap up then, Jay, uh, for Dark Fringe News. Uh, that's going to bring us next to uh, one of our favorite topics, our segments here at Dark Fringe Radio. Jay, what the F Florida man? Uh, Jay, you ready for some of that? Oh, I'm always ready for what the F Florida man. Let's do it. Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida, near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly, and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are... You might be a redneck if your middle name is Horace. Chasing him, and he says Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lake Worth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this Cookie Monster doll. Holy shit! All right. You might be Jay. from Florida if you have a cookie monster doll full of cocaine. Full of cocaine. Yeah, there you go. Cocaine. <laughs> That's fucking great. Cocaine. Uh, Jay, what do you have for us uh, this week for What the F Florida Man? Florida Man hurls sausages, not one, what? multiple, okay. at multiple. older brother during disagreement, according to police. Okay, let's hear this. It's a lot of sausages thrown. I mean, listen. <laughs> if you got to slag it. Apparently, it was a little bit of a dick swing contest. Uh, sounds like it. They're getting all That's sausage-y. what you hit him in the mouth. <laughs> Check okay. this shit. Oh, 60-year-old brat. 60? 60. Oh. The younger brother is 60. Wow. A 60-year-old, quotes, brat uh, in Florida is facing charges, charges after he hurled sausages at his older brother, police said. According to the arrest affidavit uh, in Pinellas County Police Department, 60-year-old Ray Allen got into a heated argument with his older brother in their backyard of a St. Petersburg home. Mm-hmm. I need to slow my mouth down, apparently. Uh, all this happening on Saturday, December 2nd. Uh-huh. Uh, Allen said the brother, I'm sorry, police said that Allen hurled the sausages directly towards his brother at the right side of his face. Uh, after the local authorities arrived, they quickly broke up the feuding brothers, arresting Allen, where EMS then used saline to wash out the victim's eyes. Hey, do you know what Allen said right after he threw the sausage? These ones. <laughs> Spin me! Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, I just wow. So brother yeah. on brother crime here. Brother on brother assault. crime. <laughs> oh, assault. Assault with a deadly bro. sausage. Oh man, don't taste me, bro. Uh wow. Man. Wow. Yeah. So what can you say? I mean, it's just really how much older was his in, brother? Man. Did they did they say or no? They did not say how old the older brother was. Okay. But because if he was like 80, that would have been pretty fucked up. You know what I mean? Like a six-year-old fucking up, an 80-year-old. 
but if he was more like 65 that's more you know closer to me you know i mean they're so probably closer in that's age. so bad in my book <laughs> they're probably closer now well i mean listen let's be real you're 60 you're right. not so old that you can't throw hands at your brother that's right <laughs> I'm not saying you want to go really get into a mix-up at a bar with a 20-year-old, but right, your right. older brother? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think you could have a little bit of an upper hand on that one, right? Wow. Well, that's my older brothers. <laughs> well, not surprisingly, out of Pinellas County, which is a Tampa and the St. Petersburg area, of course. Uh, Jay, wow, amazing story. Did he? So did he? How much time did he get? I mean, was he? Did they say anything like that? It no? was just an overnight because they said that there was alcohol involved. Ah, there it is. Good old someone alcohol. was a little drunk at the barbecue. See, shit talk like a little shit about a... them tampon bay yuckaneers. <laughs> well, don't call them tampon bay yuckaneers. What's funny is actually, I, I don't think that that sounds like either one of them because I'm, I'm no, yeah, no, well, Ray Allen. No, it does know. not. No, know. it does not. No, okay, I will promise you. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, no, okay, I'm well, pretty sure. You're pretty sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. Well, Jay, I mean, great story coming out of Pinellas County. Thanks so much for the sausage on sausage crime there. Jeez, wow. Uh, but not surprising coming out of Florida. So thank it you so much, so Jay. sausage to talk about now is about oh, one. Terrible. Cut it. Terrible. No, 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 no. No. Uh-uh. That's a... Numbers game. Okay. It's a numbers game, all right. That's what that is, brother. It's a numbers game. Listen, we've already, I, I, we've already talked about me getting tossed out of out of classrooms. That that was that was laughs. Okay, that was I can't, laughs. it can't all be gold, baby. It can't no, all be. Gold. That's that's true. That's true. All right. Well, Jay, thanks so much for that uh, rendition or uh, what addition? Of course, addition of addition. What the of yeah. What the Florida man? What the f Florida man? What Oof. the f Florida man? Jesus. What Christ. the f public schools in Florida? Apparently, because that's what oh, that's yeah. what Bird does. So. What the Florida man? <laughs> the Florida man. What the Florida man? Well, Jay, uh, thanks so much for that. And that's, of course, going to bring us to our main topic for tonight, which we'll be talking about secret societies and how they rule the world. <laughs> but, yeah, seriously, we're going to be talking about the Freemasons and, of course, the Skull and Bones. So we're going to get into that here in a second. So please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what lies beyond the forest? the screens of the children were real or just your imagination? You spirits and entities share this plane of existence with us. There is only one place to find the answers you're looking for. Dark Fringe Radio, your premier source for the paranormal, conspiracy theory, and true crime. Welcome back, everybody, to Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, of course, here with Jay Galosi, and we are going to be talking about some secret societies. And uh, this is, uh, yeah, don't say nothing. Um, this is probably one of the most... Um, important or most talked about items in the conspiracy theory realm is it i want to say i mean of course besides you know ufos aliens and ghosts and all that stuff it's a secret william nobody's supposed a... to be talking about it <laughs> it's like fight club i know you can't say anything about it but you can't talk about it 
and some of them are more secret than others. It's really weird. You know, that, you know, when I started doing help? some research, yeah, I mean, that's what are I'm saying. Help? Are they? How secret is it if, if I can find out information on this stuff on Google very quickly? So it's just like how much of it is really out there, you know, and how much they want to put out there. It's really important. Some of them are very open and are, you know, really don't care about, you know, letting information out there about what they're about and what they do. But then there are some that are more secretive and we'll be talking about those. Um, ominous tone. Ominous tone. And we'll talk about how these secret societies kind of, um, you know, taper in with, uh, you know, the conspiracy theory side of, you know, how they <clears throat> like to control the masses and have control over certain powers to be. But uh, tonight we'll start off with Jay and Jay's going to be talking about the Freemasons. Jay, guide us. Take it tell away. Us about the, yeah, tell us about the Freemasons. Your poet didn't know it, William. Uh, there you go. I know. Uh, I so know. Freemasons. Yes. William, the Freemasons. You've heard about the Freemasons, the secret society that we've all heard about. The yes, secret society that our country is built upon. Mm-hmm. And that's historical fact, friends. You can't get away from that shit. Nope. It's on no, the dollar bill. It's on that's the dollar true. Bill. Now, do you know how far back they go, though, William? I kind of have an idea. Um, I think it does go back to the Knights Templar, but I think you might uh, correct me. It goes back farther. Ah. It goes back before Jesus, sir. Oh, okay. So pre-Jesus. So it goes back pre-Jesus. Okay. The Freemasons are actually built upon uh, the story of uh, the Pharaoh's son. His name was Harem Biff. Okay, Harem mm-hmm. Biff was the architect of um, the Temple of Solomon. Okay, mm-hmm. Solomon being mm-hmm. the uh, holder and keeper of the tablets with the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. You know that guy. Yep. Very important. Nobody important. Nothing, nothing big yep. there. Yeah, so important. his palace was said to hold that. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, it would end up holding uh, the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would end up holding the Dead Sea Scrolls, things like mm-hmm. that. You know, nothing major. Nothing major. No. The temple was designed by this harem Biff, who was the, the Pharaoh's son. He was known as the Grand Architect, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a strong theme all throughout the Freemasonry. And, mm-hmm. and the whole Masonry, the that word mason masonry it all it's all about um building blocks it's all about wood, yeah. uh, no, stone and building right. and using right. stone and geometry and how to utilize that mathematic to mm-hmm. speak directly to god mm-hmm. now the story goes about this harem biff <clears throat> that he was grand architect of solomon's uh temple and as the temple was being built um all the masons wanted to understand the secret they wanted to to know the secret and how to talk directly to god right and he said that he wasn't going to get the secret until the completion of the project (laughs) um but one day uh three freemasons or three masons Mm -hmm. through the lower levels um were determined to to get it out of him one way or another uh and they all three basically attacked him in three different stages uh ultimately leading to his death um hmm. he never got the secret <clears throat> now that's important to my feelings on it but we'll right. come back around to that so of course eyes never getting the secret hmm. interesting right very interesting but just to build these temples and do this, everything had to be written down. There had to be certain things followed 
And I believe that that is where the root of the Freemasons is built on. They actually have a ritual going through uh, for uh, kind of a rite of passage, if you will, mm-hmm. um, as a lot of these things do, right? Right, of course. What stuff I hear. <laughs> right. So we'll talk about that later. That's, a, that's what she said. So <laughs> terrible. So, anyways, as you are going through your acceptance process, uh, you actually wa- they walk you back through this Harem Biff's uh, assassination, where the three people come out and they one hits him over the head, one cuts him with a, uh, a stone, and finally, I think one um pulled out his liver or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then that person dies in the ritual, and then they're when they're lifted up, they're being brought back as now they're being reborn as a Freemason. Um, and some of the things that kind of goes along with this, really, if you if you when you start kind of looking into it, there's some mm-hmm. really interesting parallels. I can't say it's all all real. You know me, I'm a I'm a bit of a skeptic. skeptic. Yeah, you're a skeptic. Uh, but I always look for patterns because mm-hmm. patterns are what tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I find it interesting. So you have this ritual that has been that predates Jesus. Right. That's yeah. That says and a lot. Still doing it in lodges today. Jay, is it true? Uh, they say uh, like the uh, you know the uh, ceremony and the uh, the uh, you know of course the ascension of you know different levels and the the highest level being the thirty third. Um, mm-hmm. They say a lot of it has uh, a lot of satanic background. Is that true or no? So that was actually it's very interesting you bring that up. That is a misinterpretation. There's one text with one paragraph that talks about. Uh, Lucifer. Okay. Uh, and in this case, in this context that they're talking about Lucifer, uh, Lucifer, they're actually talking about light bringer. It translates directly to light bringer, which is talking mm-hmm. about um, Venus, mm-hmm. which um, the uh, astral map that leads with Venus in the middle is in mm-hmm. every Freemason, in the roof of every Freemason lodge. Mm-hmm. So they very much believe in uh, and Venus and the bringing of the light. Um, it really it's it's fascinating because the whole thing is kind of built on alchemy and mm-hmm. science and trying to figure out just exactly where that magic lies, but trying to figure out using geometry and and building uh, and getting so intimate with what you're building and doing that uh, right. through that you're able to speak to God, and that's kind of the secret that they go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you talk, start talking about like Lucifer, when they're talking about light bringers and Venus, they really are talking about like mapping stars and things. Um, mm-hmm. but because they're a secret society, that's what kind of gives them that negative connotation. Right. right. Why, right. if it's, if it's so innocent, why does it have to be such so a secret? secret? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting point, Jay. I mean, and then, you know, you just automatically get painted with that that color of um oh okay it's some kind of uh nefarious satanist cult you know and yeah uh, i mean you know now and so to be real right so let's let's continue following this path right we start right. with the the pharaoh's son <clears throat> now this is where the knights templar come in right so mm-hmm. hundreds of years go by and uh Solomon's palace has been has been broken down and has actually been rebuilt upon mm-hmm. um by most mostly uh, 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 Jewish, uh, by mm-hmm. mostly uh, Jewish heritage. Um, mm-hmm. 
don't know why I'm having so much trouble just saying Jews. <laughs> it's built by the Jews. I don't know why I'm so, yeah. I'm, well, I'm chosen by proxy. My, my wife is Jewish. Uh, so anyways, I don't know why I'm having so much trouble with that. Either which way. Lauren. So the Knights Templar, <laughs> the Knights Templar actually contracted and decided to go into very specifically this portion of uh, the Jewish temples, what was known as Solomon's stables, which is where they were keep on, where all the Jews kept their horses. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening was the Knights Templar did it supposedly, again, there he goes, to get Solomon's treasure where they found the Holy Grail and uh, the, uh, the Sea Scrolls and all that. Sea Scrolls and so on and so forth, the commandment right. uh, stones, which is really what I believe the, the commandment stones are kind of what, what it all leads back around to majorly for the Masons specifically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, because they, if you also follow, they're not, them in Christianity, them in Catholicism, they run kind of anti-intuitive to each other. Right. Yeah. If you look, uh, America really kind of is the holy ground of the Masons versus Christianity. Yeah, the you Masons know, were here long before the Christians were. They sure were. The Knights yeah. Templar. Yeah. And so, and this is where it kind of comes to, right? So, Knights Templar find um, King Solomon's tomb. They find all these things which talk about the, these rituals that they did back with the Pharaoh's son. Mm-hmm. Um, again, he was doing it to be able to speak to God. Like he, he's him and Solomon seemed to be able to speak to God directly. That was kind of the whole thing about it. Mm-hmm. So Solomon's secret was to be able to speak directly to God. And that was kind of what seems like everybody's after. Mm-hmm. Now the Knights Templar came across it. We're realizing that r- religion and spirituality aren't so different Mm -hmm. um and religion and science aren't so different as long as you are open-minded to exactly what everything means and and find a way to utilize it to understand to a higher power to a a deeper there's a higher power nothing happens by accident it's a deeper understanding of you know yeah 100 and that is what everybody's after but along the way that that story gets diluted right right and I can the see Knights that. Templar, they take it. Now they're using it to build a mass wealth. They they use they take that wealth and they they become essentially was the first international banking system. Mm-hmm. Um, they come up with their own set of currency. They it, they are their own backing. They have their own insurance. They <laughs> they really were the first international company of any sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once they amass wealth, they amass power. Once they amass power, you become a target. Mm-hmm. And the king of France decided that he did not want to compete with the Knights Templar any longer. So he sent a regiment directly to them. He rounded up all pretty much the, the heads of the Knights Templar and had them all, all murdered. On but Friday the 13th. On Friday the 13th. Weird, huh? Yeah, that's where the whole legend of Friday the 13th comes from. Actually, that is correct. From, that's where it's derived from. From that. that is cor- from I'm glad that. you brought that up because actually I found that to be terribly <laughs> interesting, but there was so much other that, that I ended up that I'm so deep with that I oh, I right. forgot all about the fact that that happened on Friday the 13th. The Knights Templar yeah. were murdered in their on temple Friday. on Friday the 13th. Yep, yep. It's crazy shit. Crazy shit by mm-hmm. a fanatic Catholic French king. French king, right. <laughs> weird. Very weird, huh? Weird, huh? <laughs> <Strange>. <laughs> now, 
the part that gets missed though, right? They had already started building buildings. They had already started to, to, to spread. And this is where you start getting those levels, right? Right, right. They start talking about the levels of, um, of Ascension and mm-hmm. Freemasonry. And you start, there's three levels of it. Uh, and it kind of comes back to the three, the three assassins of the Pharaoh's son. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Pharaoh's son never got the secret. Mm-hmm. So if the Knights Templar came across the secret, they never shared it with any of the Masons, but to build all their temples, to, to utilize the stone the way they did, mm-hmm. they had to teach them the geometry. They had to teach them the belief systems to it, and they had to walk them through the process. That's sacred geometry, as they call it. It sure is. Mm-hmm. It sure is. <laughs> of, of, I'm sorry, of the Grand Architect? Of the Grand Architect. <laughs> Are we in the Matrix? They call that Pharaoh's son. What the hell is going on? Are we living in a simulation? What's going on here? <clears throat> I was watching that thing on Metal Gear Solid 2 the other day, and this oh, is certainly not helping me. <laughs> not helping. It's not helping, right? Yeah. Not helping. Get it. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting, helping. Jay, because, you know, you talk about the Ascension, you talk about all that, and, you know, the sacred geometry and having that knowledge and gaining that knowledge to do the ascension, you know, going up. You know, it's funny because every Freemason that I've ever met is always at the 32nd level. They're always right right at the third, right? Never at the 33rd. So check this out, right? They'll tell you about that ritual they go through uh, that mimics that um, harem Biff's assassination. Right. Right. But if you ask them why they do it, they never know. They don't know why they do it. And right. that's kind of what I've what I picked up from not only things I've learned before that hour and a half documentary I watched today, um, before all the stuff I've kind of read and looked at. Mm-hmm. It it seems like it's and, and coming back actually kind of to Metal Gear, it becomes this this echo of itself. Right. It's like playing you play uh we play four or a right? watered down version of itself. I you yeah. know what? I kind of like uh, I kind of like a, a mirror it with like for instance when karate got first introduced here in the United States it was a lot of kind of bullshit karate people that didn't know what the fuck they were doing but then eventually the real karate like the Okinawan karate finally made its way over here and then people started really learning karate but at that first time when you know when you first start getting it it was like it, when it yeah. came over it was like a watered down version yeah. so is do you think that freemasonry now is a watered down version of what it's supposed to be i mean <clears throat> that's not a bad analogy but right. <clears throat> think of it more like this remember that game telephone when we play as kids yeah, right of course you whisper something in someone's ear and you go around the circle by the time right. it got to the end it was completely fucking different yep that's kind of what i think happened here mm. you had this you do have this this Maybe you have an ability to speak to the divine. Maybe you just have a better understanding of how to understand the divine through yourself, which brings you to a higher level of consciousness, which means mm-hmm. you can transform your energies. I don't know. I'm sounding really hippy-dippy for me right now, uh, and I'm not comfortable <laughs> with it. So we're going to bring it back down. But what I'm thinking, right, is you do have this ritual that's being done, and it's a super important ritual, but nobody knows why they're doing it because I don't think – there, where where you can trace its root back, ever actually got to that that final thirty third level, which is why everybody's stuck at that thirty second level. Mm-hmm. Maybe the next Templar had that thirty third level, 
mm-hmm. but they weren't going to share it with anybody because it made them money. Made them money, right? It made them money. Yeah. So sure when did. they were when they were assassinated on Friday the Thirteenth, <laughs> speaking of that, with that that symbol right behind you, no, that's not <laughs> that's not creepy at all, right here. No, oh, it's not right. weird at all. <laughs> Scissors sixty one. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's a real deep. Oh if boy, you, yeah, yeah. Oof. Right. Anyways, oof. Oof. so weird, weird. Not coincidences, weird. right? Mm-hmm. Nothing happened yeah. by coincidence. No. Nope. Okay, just saying. Although, if you do look back far enough, right? So, <laughs> continuing along, you talk about how did you know that nine of the 11 signers of the Declaration of Independence were all Freemasons? Oh, yeah, That's nine crazy. of 11 of them. It's crazy, it's so crazy how intertwined they are with the fabric of America. And, and, and funny note the very first block mm-hmm. of the White House. Mm-hmm. Is missing. Hmm. That's not like your car keys you misplace. No. It's the first stone of the it's motherfucking the White House. Right. It was put there by George Washington himself. Oh, the most infamous Freemason of them all, you say? Right. Okay. Yeah, that's in a lodge somewhere. Definitely. That one lodge that you don't know it's a lodge. And it's this huge fucking thing. And it's a lodge. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, again, Jay, have you have you ever met anybody as a Freemason? <laughs> not that I know of. I, no. That's not a question I tend to ask, though. Yeah, <laughs> no, and it doesn't usually come up in conversation. But no, um, I've met no. a few in my lifetime, and Shine. I <laughs> <laughs> I find a lot of people that are in the law enforcement industry are Freemasons are into. Right. Yeah, are into the Freemasonry. Uh, I find a lot of people that are in government, Freemasons, as we were just talking about now. Uh, I find a lot of people that in um, many different aspects, just, you know, the different industries that obviously are very important to the fabric of America. You know what I mean? Of course, like I said, you know, law enforcement being a big one, a lot of cops I know are Freemasons. And I know because I see them with the tattoos. You're not getting a fucking... Freemasonry tattoo if you're not a part of the Freemasons. I mean, you're not just doing that just to, oh, I'm going to do some cool design on my arm. No. You no. know, you, know, no, you, you put you that G that. with that upside down, you know. Uh, the compass. That, the compass and, you know. Yeah, the compass and triangle. Right. And the con- yeah. yeah, exactly. And yeah. so, again, you know, I find that they have embedded themselves in the very, like, you know, important parts of our society. Well, all right. So, again, right, let's pull this all the way back. <laughs> If you go back to really, um, so going back kind of to the Knights Templar, right? Right. There are some old temples uh, in Scotland mm-hmm. um, that have the divine architecture, they call it. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a specific layout. Actually, there's there's two temples. One's in Scotland. One actually goes all the way back to, it's a, a, a King Solomon's Temple. That's mm-hmm. right. All right. Uh, it's a small. It's a one third scale of it. If you mm-hmm. if you take the one and you extend it exactly one third out, mm-hmm. they are exactly the same. No, that's not weird at all. What are you talking about? No. That's not strange. No. What are you no. talking about? That's not weird. No. No. Right. Just just you know just two of them. No, right. that's not weird at all. Oh, and they both have the Knight Templar. What? That's connection. No. Huh? <laughs> what? Shit. So. Yeah. I digress. Yeah. So here very... we talk about. Knights uh-huh. Templar uh-huh. and Catholicism having their 
their big issues, right? Now you right. fast forward to these temples in Scotland having handcrafted in the stone corn, mm-hmm. which only grows in America, friends. Mm-hmm. Only here. Only here, right. Well, how did that end up in Scotland hundreds mm-hmm. of years before yeah. before people came over? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. That's weird. It's amazing. It's amazing. It really so the Knights Templar, huge in America, apparently, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So now you have the Age of Enlightenment. Benjamin Franklin, Freemason. Did you know William? Not only was he Freemason, he was part of the Hellfire Club, too. He sure was. Another another group. Uh, He sure was, but it was just a glorified strip club. Yeah, that was. (laughs) That was a a strip club. Yeah, that was an an off-branch strip club. That that was, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. (laughs) Saucy. (laughs) Did you know that? So you also know that Voltaire was a Freemason? Yes. Okay. Did you know that Benjamin Franklin was Voltaire's uh, hookup into the Freemason? He was like his uh, I, his liaison or whatever. Yeah, he was yeah. the one that that walked him through his initiation process. Ah, uh, I didn't know that. Oh. Huh? Weird, huh? Did yeah. you also know um, that Benjamin Franklin was the one that helped aid the revolution when we needed money and guns? He's the one that went to France and used his his connections in France. What connections were those? Oh, they're all Freemasons. Oh, oh yeah, that's weird. Huh, bro. That's weird. This guy, that guy was so powerful. He was so underrated. Oh my god, so yeah. underrated. Weird how he was never president though. Right, and all he's known for is oh, the key and the kite. Oh, you did a lot more than that, my friends. Bifocals. Yeah, yeah bifocals. Washing machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, ladies, man, Benjamin Franklin, right, goes yeah. and makes sure that all all these foreign generals and glad there was one actually came um. From um, Bavaria, there was a Freemason that led uh, that led troops in, in a revolt here on American soil. Uh, Amazing. All falling under George Washington. Again, maybe the most famous uh, Freemason of them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what what's interesting about really kind of all that wrapped up, right, is the Freemasons in the Age of Enlightenment Mm-hmm. Is really when they when they it's America mm-hmm. and the Age of Enlightenment for um for the Freemasons seem to run kind of coincide. Mm-hmm. Ben Franklin, Washington, Jefferson, so on and so mm-hmm. forth. Right. If you look at our documents, if you look at how uh, Washington D.C. is set up, now if you look too deep, you'll go crazy and you'll see like pentagrams and such. Mm-hmm. But but if you keep a perspective and you keep some touch, just a little bit of touch with reality without understanding that our government will fuck you at every turn, mm-hmm. you will see that there is so there, <clears throat> there is Freemasonry everywhere in Washington. Yeah, it's in uh, and, the dollar bill. I mean, if you look at the dollar bill, uh, you yeah. know, the all-seeing eyes uh, right there. Pyramid. Yeah. Pyramid. Pyramid. It's all there. Yeah. Pyramid. Pyramid. Who's where did the start? Where did the start? The Pharaoh's son. Pharaoh's, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a Pharaoh's son. Because yeah. always comes back full circle, my friend. Right? You always have yeah. to pay homage to the to the OGs, right? What are you going to put saying. it on? What are you going to put it on? You're going to put it on your fucking money. I mean, right? gee, it's on the one dollar bill. Mm-hmm. The most circulated bill of them all. 
Right? Right. Yeah. Don't put me on the biggest one. Put <clears throat> me on the one that's used the most. Right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck the Benjamin one. Yeah. Yeah. I want I want the dollar bill with George Washington on it because he's the original. But okay. All right. Now, <laughs> now I'm gonna put on a tinfoil hat. I'm sorry, who's on the hundred dollar bill? Who is on the hundred? Oh, Ben, right? Benny. Yeah. Ben, Benjamin, this, Benjamin himself. This major Mason that we're talking about that kind of manipulated things. And what are we talking about? You want to be Washington who's getting the most circulated. You don't want to be the hundred dollar bill, the guy that you know, the guy that nobody ever sees and nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which one's the most glorified one? Think about it in movies. What do you what do you always see stacks of, right? Well, you see a thousands, you always see the Benjamins, right? That's the most coveted, right? Even though it's not the most, it's not the most co- like circulated, but it is the most, you know, coveted. It is, so it's amazing. No, it's crazy. I mean, and the parallels that you find through, and again, right? You have the the church chasing down the Freemasons. When the Freemasons, the if you actually kind of get into it now, any religion that's that's in the geometry this much, I'm out. Right? Yeah, I don't do that kind of math. <laughs> yeah, no, they literally like their rooms are. Divided, Math. yeah, they're divided. Math, it's like perfect. Everything, like, everything, everything yeah. Windows, is everything. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I'm out. Yeah, I'm yeah. out. But, but they're open to multiple religions. That's they never. They talk about a divine and a creator. They never say a god or right. anything like that. So they actually, for a secret society, they're actually kind of open and inclusive, which is weird right. for a they're secret society, isn't it? And they're the oldest and they're the most progressive. And That's they are not... the world's oldest. Right. That's usually Weird, not the case huh? in any in any instance. Think about it. When instance. are you the oldest in anything and the most progressive at the same time? Usually that never happens. Ever. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. So Weird. there might be a little something there. There might be a little something there. I don't know. We might have to get a little deeper dive in the Freemasons, bro. You know, get a Freemason on the podcast and maybe he can tell us some secrets, you know? I would I would or love maybe it, in private. But... <laughs> I, I would know. love that. I would love that too. But yeah, again, how high yeah. are we going to get? We're going to get to the 32nd level. And that's it. That's where everybody's at, brother. You can't get past you know, that. You know what it kind of reminds me of, though? What's that? You're the one who put a, let's put a bow tie on it. What's that? Freemasons like this, right? You know who my favorite, my all time favorite football player is? Yeah, Jerry Rice. No. Oh, Joe Montana. No. Oh, okay. Who? Oh, hurt now. Oh, Steve God. Young. Steve Young. Okay. Steve Young. Perennial number two, left-handed quarterback. Okay. But yes, 49er. Anyways, before every game, he watched City Slickers. Okay. Okay? Uh, Yeah. Jack Pence movie. Right. One thing, William. What's that? You remember that one thing he talked about? God damn, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. He's got to find that one thing in life. No. So Jack Pence's whole thing, he tells Billy Crystal, who's trying to figure out his whole life because oh my god he's turning 35 and has had a stable job and a, and a good looking wife and a nice house and oh my god white people problems right so he goes out on this this adventure with his buddies trying to like you know find his testosterone or whatever mm-hmm, and ends mm-hmm. up meeting jack pence who in this movie is his cattle rancher and jack mm-hmm. pence goes around this whole time talking about this one thing and finally billy chris goes what is this one thing you're talking about he goes well it's a thing it's, it's one thing is it's different for everybody I know mm-hmm. that one thing for me, he goes, but mm-hmm. what's that one thing for you? Right. So there may have been a secret to, to talk to the divine and there may not be. And maybe it is math. And if it is math, then 
I'm never going to talk to them because I'm really bad at it. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I think that 33rd level mm. at this point is supposed to represent you finding a way to become your best version of yourself. That's what it kind of seems to all boil down to. So mm. they might seem nefarious, but at the end of the day, it just seems like a bunch of guys who want to get together and really kind of reach on and they mm-hmm. don't really know why they do that stuff that they do. It's weird. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. What I want to talk about now is 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 kind of the same thing. Like you, you know, it's kind of like a glorified, you know, uh, you know, social club in a way. <laughs> you know what I mean? That George does, Bush. you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're gonna get into all that, but <laughs> uh yeah. Uh that's a good wrap up though of the Freemasons, Jay. I think we're gonna have to get a Freemason on the podcast. I'm, I'm convinced. I love it. Yeah, I think that'd be you know, we actually did have a Freemason on the podcast. Talk about Hollywood symbology. Uh, Robert Sullivan. I'm not. I gotta. You know what? I gotta reach out to him. See if he's willing to come on the podcast and actually talk uh, Freemason talk. So we'll see about that'd be that. Cool. So that'd be cool. All right, Jay. Well, uh, I will be talking about tonight the uh, one of the OGs when it comes to uh, you know secret societies, at least here in America, as is concerned, uh, which is the Skull and Bones Society. And um, you know, it's a society pretty well known here in the United States um, by people that kind of follow that stuff. Um, but um, it's also known as the Order or Order 322 or the Brotherhood of Death. That's actually some of the monikers that they've had here. Uh, but it's an undergraduate senior secret society at Yale University in New Haven, Connecticut. It's actually the oldest senior society, class senior society of the university. Skull and Bones has become a basically cultural institution, Jay, um, since its inception back in the late 1800s. So this has been going on for quite some time here at Yale. Um, it's um, basically uh, one of the big three secret societies there at Yale. There's also um, the Scroll and Key and also the Wolf's Head. That's also another one I never even knew about. Um, but the you know the members of the secret uh, Skull and Bone Society, they're also known as Bonesmen. Um, that's what they're known as. So, yeah, I didn't know that either. But uh, a lot of What's famous up, people ladies? have been a part of it. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm a, a Bonesman. bonesman. <laughs> But uh, yeah, considered to be one of the most prestigious secret societies out there to date, Jay, really honestly, uh, by many former members have gone to occupy the positions of power in American society, including three who became presidents of the United States. So again, you know, we're talking about that same type of, um, you know, two of them are from one family. Yeah, you're right. All right. right. You know, Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Two are from one family. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. But legacy. Right. Legacy. Yeah, legacy. legacy. I all all W wanted to do was drink beer, <laughs> do some blow, okay, and hang out with chicks. I want to do some cocaine. <laughs> I'm saying he's a guy from Connecticut. Who has a yeah, I met him before, accent, right? Okay? I got a I got a picture with the guy. You know that? <laughs> do you? Yeah, I met him before. You know that? That's fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic. Fucking uh, funny guy. Fucking. I'm funny sure. Guy. Listen, Hilarious. he was the president. Kind of guy that you want... Yes. He's nobody nobody fucking... hated him because he was. Maliciously, not like anything since we've had. I, I, we would love to have him back then. Yeah, right. He should run again. Oh, he would fucking kill it if he came back. Oh my god! If he could come back, please just be dumb again. That's all we need. Everybody would vote for him. Everybody would vote for him. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Everybody would vote for him. Oh, it's amazing. But um, yeah, he's one of the most well known. Obviously, his father also uh, Herbert Walker Bush, uh, uh, daddy, was part of the CIA. Who ran the CIA for many years too? So again, putting these people in positions of power in society—that's what a lot of these secret societies do. 
So, um, you know, they really kind of work on the almost level of fraternity of the social elites. That's kind of what it is. That's what's kind of like known as in the it's pre occult. Right. It's pretty <laughs> it's like pre it's like pre occult school, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like, like you said, you send the kids to preschool so they can learn right. their ABCs and their one, two, threes, right? You right. know what you can't send them just off to elementary school. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. then they yeah. get shivved in the cafeteria and they don't know why. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to start that stuff at preschool. So yeah. before you can go to a cult status, before you can be get, can graduate to become a Freemason, mm-hmm. you got to go through some some pre-occult stuff. You know, got to do the macrame. Gotta, right. you know. yeah. This is the training wheels. Yeah. The beginning. Yeah. This is the yeah the, the paint by numbers of the secret society starting here. Yeah. Right. Right. So um, every well, it looks like annually every year, uh, 15 members other junior class join the society. They're picked. Um, basically, there is a day called Tap Day, and that day you're tapped, quote unquote, to be a part of the society. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff, though, Jay, when it comes to some of the initiation processes or processes. There we go. Because... <laughs> there we go. But Jay, there's a lot of butt stuff happening. A lot of. Butt I was stuff. just gonna say you might want to sit down, friends. <laughs> no, you may not want to sit down. You might want to look before you sit down because there's a lot of butt stuff happening. No, you want to sit down and block it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sit down, sit down before somebody puts something down on you. Yeah, you better. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of weird initiation things happening, Jay. Um, you know, I'll leave it at that. Um, it's yeah. See, he didn't frame it like he framed it earlier, guys. He's like, oh, I don't know, white people and their butt stuff. That's what he was saying. <laughs> His words. And it's I true. quote, white it's people and butt stuff. Hey, man, I'm just pointing out the obvious here. <laughs> oh, are you? Are you pointing yeah. out the obvious? Because Jennifer yeah. Lopez didn't insure her butt. Oh, well, that's true, too. But again, a lot of the people that are in this particular uh, secret society are white Protestant males. I mean, that's just what they have in there. They really I'm don't just, okay. Else. So what you're saying is else. guys like butt. I don't know. They, or at least they like making White fun guys, of things brown that guys, go your butt. yellow guys. We all like butts, bro. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. Even aliens like the butt. Let's just be real. That is true. There's a lot of okay. probing going on in the alien I'm community, just, right? I'm just saying. I'm just probing. saying. It's a lot of probing. Anybody, anybody who tells you they're not an ass man is a fucking liar. <laughs> wow. We're on YouTube. We're wow. Yeah. Listen, we're going deep tonight. <laughs> Yeah, in the butt. In the butt, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. But uh, so, like I said, Jay, the membership was almost exclusively limited to white Protestant males uh, for much of its history. White, uh, uh, while Yale, excuse me, had exclusionary policies directed at particular ethnic and religious groups. The secret uh, society and the senior members were more exclusionary uh, in that process. So, uh, there were some Catholics that were able to join the groups, uh, not so many Jews, unfortunately. Uh, so the Jews weren't really uh, well received in that in that uh, realm, them, man. Huh? Better for them. Yeah, that's probably the best thing for them, anyway. Oh, you know what? Really? I read a, a very interesting idea. Uh, not idea. Uh, fact about Jews: There's more Jewish people that have won the Nobel Peace Prize than any other. Yeah, yeah I did. I, that was amazing. It's like. By a substantial amount. It's, yeah, it's it's leaps and bounds. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But I found that Listen, out. Man, but, the Jews yeah. are great people. Yeah, no, they're uh, smart. Married, smart well, I love her to death. She's the best person I've ever met in my life. There you go. See? That's what we would call 
covering your ass, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, true speak. That's true speak. It's true speak. Um, but yeah, Jay, the skull and bones, the society that's happening at Yale, um, it's happening scary still to this day. Say. Yeah, it's scary stuff, though. It is kind of scary. Because it is, some of the, some, some of those hazing rituals, so, so yes. right? Yeah. So now, now you take something from like we're talking about like the Freemasons, right? Right? Whose ritual it it mimics an assassination and death, but it's it's harmless. Right. Nothing they do is really harmful. You might be concerned because it seems like a lot of them are in high positions of power or right law enforcement. But this these like the skull and crossbones, like people have died going through their their processes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's really well documented that some of the things that they've done, um, especially in the area where they call the tomb, which is their area, uh, it's a specific Mount. area that they built uh, for them, and that's where they gather. Um, it's a really interesting place because that's where they do a lot of the rituals. They'll bury people alive. Um, you know, they'll make people uh, go in a casket with another, you know, skeleton. You know, in there. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of you said like what you said, Jay. A lot of very kind of like juvenile. I don't get, it. I don't get very it. kind of juvenile, right? In a way, it. right? William, it's like stuff. I don't get that, it. Yeah, I don't Brother, get it. I don't get it. I like maybe it's if just I me. was going to come up with a secret society right now, let's just say me and you, let's just say, right? We'll call it X Y Z secret society. Yeah, I can tell you that the hate the ritual to join in is not going to be you getting a casket. Being no. buried alive. No. I mean, that's the last thing I'm going to be thinking of. No, and I can tell you this also: if you were start uh, uh, your own little the cult, your own little secret society, and that was one of the rituals, <laughs> I can also tell you I would tell you exactly where you could pound that sand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, You're not burying me alive. No, I'm not. burying me alive. No, that's crazy. No, I mean, screw you. That's what I'm saying. So a lot of these rituals are very juvenile in a way, but are you know kind of. It, in a way to kind of show you what fear is about and to always have that fear because these people are very powerful people, Jay. I mean, there's been a yeah. lot of people that have come out of the skull and bones society that have a lot of influence. Um, let's talk about some of those people. Let's, let's, let's go to that real quick. Uh, we got William Howard Taft class of, of 1878 who ended up being president of course of the United States. Have he's um, president of all time. Uh, a lot of people would say that, yeah. Uh, Taft also received the honorary tile, title of Magog, which is basically meaning that he had the most sexual experience while he was in the secret club. So they used also like, got stuck in a bathtub <laughs> or stuck somewhere else. Um, oh, oh, in the butt, in the butt. Uh, young Taft probably uh, found interest in the club rather easily. His father was a former uh, attorney general, uh, Afonso Taft, uh, and co-founded Skull and Bones as a Yale student in 1832. So William Howard Taft's father basically co-founded the Skull and Bones. There you go. Of yeah, course, that's not right. Yeah, and then of course you're going to get your son in there, right? Of course not. We uh, talk about that. Right. Walter Camp, class of 1880, known as the father of American football. Camp was with other, listen to this, was with other classmates to lay up the game from the Brits version of rugby. He played in the first rugby game at Yale against Harvard in 1876, Camp created many of the modern football's rules, such as assessment of points and limiting the uh, field team to 11 men per side. But mostly importantly, he uh, brought the organization and his team to the game, serving the rules and committee until his death. 
Uh, camp has also established a National College Association, Athletic Association, so the NCAA, uh, still operating today um, since uh, World War One. That's when he started it. So he, this guy, very prominent. I mean, very well known into the fabric of, of course, Americana commitment I mean, football. Right? What is what is <laughs> only more, every kid that goes to college? Right. What's more American than football? Right. Not much. You know. So, not much, man. Not much. Not much. Not much. So nice. uh, another, of course, very influ- influential person. Another guy, Lyman Spitzer, class of 1935, a noted astrophysicist. Spitzer dreamed up the idea behind the Hubble Space Telescope. Uh, he, uh, the first method observed uh, space uninhibited by Earth's atmosphere. He also uh, lobbied NASA and Congress for the funds to oversee the production of the actual machine. After 44 years, NASA launched the Hubble into space, and the Hubble remains there today, uh, providing stunning images of the universe and making new discoveries. NASA named the Spitzer Space Telescope in his honor. So, again, another guy, a fucking astrophysicist coming over the Hubble telescope idea. Um, McGeorge Bundy, class of 1940, before becoming JFK's Wiseman, uh, one of his Wiseman, as they say, uh, Bundy may have uh, relied on his big brother to help get into the skull and bones, William Bundy, who also graduated in the class earlier and went on to serve as the State Department's liaison official, notably during the Bay of Pigs invasion. Odin, as he was known from his uh, coal fellow bonesman, uh, left a mark on the world uh, through potentially, but not all positive. Um Let's see here. He was also see policies. He enacted some policies during the Vietnam War, which shouldn't have been there and just made that whole thing last longer. So he just ended up being a bad guy. Well, I mean, listen, all right, on that one. Right. Okay. You go to the very top of the chain. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, Watergate. Okay. Right. Right. Nixon. I mean, mm-hmm. Nixon had a deal with Vietnam uh, that we would keep the war going. Right. Uh, but then was telling everybody else, no, 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 we're trying to get out of the war. Um, so, yeah, a- anything having to do with Vietnam and backdoor deals, I just kind of figure everybody's like, oh, the guy at the top can do it. So can we, right? <laughs> That's right. right? Yeah, yeah, right. You're 100 percent right, Jay. Exactly. Uh, so, and again, uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, class of 1948, uh, of course known as uh, the president. Like to have beer with. Yep, yep. President. What was it? What beer was it? He said that he said. I don't know. I forget. Uh, Anyways, but uh, yeah, but director light. of the CIA, no Bud Light, right? Uh, director of the CIA, pilot World War II. I mean, he was vice president to Ronald Reagan. Um, you know, president during the Cold War. You know, he was all, of course a part of Operation uh, Desert Storm. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of things happened with him in power. Um, you know, he had a lot of working parts. He had a lot of power. Of course, being with the CIA and running the CIA for the, that many years. So he was actually there when JFK got shot. A lot of people yep. don't know that, uh, but he was there. Um, another guy, William Buckley Jr., class of 1950, known for his outspokenness and his transatlantic accent. Buckley was symbolized. The most conservative brand of politics uh, at Yale, he acted as a chairman of the Yale Daily News and was a member of the debate team. And he founded the political magazine, The National Review, which is still in production to today. So, again, we're talking about a guy who came up with information. This. Yeah, propaganda. information. Yeah, propaganda. That's what that is. The propaganda <laughs> machine. Uh, John F. Kerry, um, of course, class of 1966, almost became president. 
He ran for president. Um, very close. Former Secretary yep. of State, Senator of Massachusetts, spent his childhood abroad during his diplomat father uh, before attending Yale and gaining membership in the Skull and Bones. While at Yale, he served as president of the Yale Political Union. Although his candidacy in 2004, President Jerason ended out quite well, the same. Um, yeah, uh, everybody knows about him. It's really kind of, you know, easy figure to come. I mean, he's Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, if if one was, they all was. Right. Uh, Frederick Wallace Smith, class of 1966. Uh, Smith, uh, often forgotten, kind of a forgotten bonesman. He founded FedEx, Jay. How about that? How about that? The, How about that? What, one of the two giants of you know tracking and shipping and logistics of anything and everything, right? I mean, that's pretty fucking powerful if you ask that's, me. It's a big one. That's a big one, right? So that's another one. Uh, George, of course, George Bush uh, Jr. Uh, or George W. Bush, class of 1968. Um, I mean, come on, what cannot be said about the guy? You haven't lived in modern times. Uh, I mean, listen, when you've had a <laughs> when you've had Will Ferrell right. write a, a one man show based on your job, you did it. <laughs> you did it. You did it. You did it. Yeah. You made it. Yep. Yep. Um, next guy, Stephen Schwartzman, class of 1969. Uh, Schwartzman was a year behind George W. Bush, came to prominence under the future president's administration uh, when his hedge fund, the Blackstone Group, If you guys don't know what the Blackstone Group, look it up. They're probably the most wealthiest uh, public equity or private equity firms in all of the world. It's uh, Vanguard, Blackstone. Yeah, it's Vanguard, Blackstone, and another one out there, that State Street. Those three. Those three basically run everything. They own everything, and that's how it is. So uh, another fucking uh, Skull and Bones guy. Last guy I want to mention, Steve Bunchin, class of 1985. Bunchin, of course, was... Bozeman on the list, current U.S. Secretary of uh, Treasury, uh, got his bachelor's degree in Yale, uh, stayed with the bank uh, with Goldman Sachs for 17 years, and then became uh, its chief information officer. So uh, making a lot of money. Goldman Sachs, of course, well known for being at the very, very top of uh, banking. So there you go, Jay. That's the that's the skull and bones, man. And, you know, again, a lot of just, you know, weirdness going on, but a lot of people that have very prominent positions in society yeah. that come out of this. Uh, yeah, club. I mean, so, and, and when you talk, start talking about like the secret societies and talk about people in power, uh, when you talk about like the Freemasons, you go back to talking about the revolutionary, the, the you know, our forefathers of this country trying right. to actually break away from what was considered to be, I mean, we, we, that was where the whole separation of church and state actually came was from the Freemasons. Mm-hmm. Right. When you go to the skull and crossbones, a lot of things they do are, are dark and nasty. But again, I don't think they know why they do them, but somebody did them to them. So they're going to do them to someone else. You know, it's right. the big brother mentality. Right. But on the flip side, Right. Power tends to attract power. So these people and these families tend to interact a lot, just like royalty used to do back in the days of yore, right? Because you can only hang out with people that you can only kind of hang out with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they call it a society, even though it may be secret. It is a society of like-minded or like like people, right? So that's what yep. it's all about. 
Yep. Well, yeah, it's interesting stuff, Jay. Uh, again, there's so many other ones out there. There's it's, it's like a plethora of secret societies out there. Letra. I mean, there's so many out there. I mean, we'll get into some more maybe uh, on another yeah, episode, okay. maybe do a part two of that. But I think that's a good wrap up for tonight and talking about, you know, secret societies. Uh, again, Jay, is if you were ever offered a, a position in a secret society, would you take it? No. No, you couldn't do it? No. No? No. I am the worst liar on the planet. <laughs> I, right, telling you about that, that whole door shutting on its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? My wife scurries over by, kind of behind my, my son, and they're looking at me, and so like, I walked after, over. Like, and I waiting just, for you to do something. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Right? I'm right. right. You can't double like a ghost. We'll talk about it all the time. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, so I, walk over, I walk over, and I just open the door. Yeah. As if I'm expecting to see something on the other side. Mm-hmm, and my mm-hmm. wife goes, there wasn't anybody there. All three of us were out here. I was like, I know. So I opened the door because if something was going to happen, that's what was going to happen. Yeah. And my son yeah. goes, that's kind of direct, Dad. And I was like, it's kind of how I handle things. Right. I tend to just, is there a problem? Because it's right here. We can, I don't, we don't need to go all around probably we can, right here. <laughs> we can cut out the middle. We can have Let's it out get right to the here. process. Yeah. I got shit to do, right? Right. Even if you're going to beat me if up. you're going to possess somebody, possess me now, goddamn. <laughs> easy on that one, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't no, have to get there at all, yeah. okay? Again, we know who's doing what. Right. My yeah, point. Dad's having a good time. Dad's always having a good time. Dad's always dad, having a good time. Dad likes a good time. <laughs> but my point remains, I can never be in a secret society because I'm far too direct. Mm, mm, gotcha. No manipulation here. There you go. There you go. All right. That's that's a good wrap-up for tonight, Jay. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, again, uh, everybody, you can listen to our stuff at darkfringeradio.com. Make sure you go ahead and support the podcast. We really need your support. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you can, watch us on the, of course, the website, and if not, on YouTube, YouTube, of course, at Dark Fringe Radio. Make sure you check us out there. And uh, that's pretty much it. I bid you guys adieu. And uh, anything else before we say goodnight, Jay? Uh, with everything going on in the world, friends, uh, keep this in mind. We only have one planet, and we should all get along on it because there's just only so much space for all of us. So, you know, do what you do, like what you like, be who you are. Just you, you don't need to be a dick to everybody around you. Try, oh, and by the to- way, everybody, slow the fuck down and have some little patience. I This week, it's been crazy on the road, bro. Bro, it's been crazy on the road. People are beeping, honking, yelling, and stuff like that. Slow down. Everybody's going to get to where they're going to get. It's all good. Just be careful. You want to arrive there and arrive alive person, or do you want to end up in a body bag? Which one is it going to be? You know what I mean? I mean, it's just not good. So just slow down, relax. It's all good. But yeah, chill. chill. Anyways, uh, thanks so much, Jay, for another edition and episode of Dark Fringe Radio. Again, check us out, darkfringeradio.com, and we'll see you guys again next week. Dark Fringe Radio, your premier source for the paranormal, conspiracy theory, and true crime.